Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Northern Wind Fantasy Podcast. We're the Three Rivers Boys. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Steve. And we're here today to uh, f- fulfill the purpose of this entire podcast, I guess, and uh, discussing the Wheel of Time TV show. Yes! It's here. Yeah, pretty excited. We finally uh, got our official trailer. It's so good. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because the original was the teaser, I guess. And I think you could tell in the production value now that we see the official teaser. I think everything looks a lot more punched up. Uh, it looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I think the clothing, like that's something we talked about before being not great looking. And I, I think now maybe they've done lighting or we've just seen more of it, right? We've seen it like in action in the show and it looks right. pretty pretty good yeah i think we just got like a wider variety of costumes in this one than we saw in the first one it was basically only Aes Sedai and uh two rivers people. i actually now think we got- that the production heard our podcast and changed some of the things that they were doing in between the time the teaser jeff- was released and now uh jeff bezos is definitely like one of the six people that listens to this podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bezos, bezos. Is that correct? I don't know, and I don't really care. Well, Jeff, sorry if we don't know your name. Just send us an email with the pronunciation. We'll get it right next time. Um, yeah, so we got to see Trollocs. I mean, that was pretty huge. Uh, yeah. We've been wondering if they're going to look good, and they look fucking badass. I love... There's a lot of practical effects, it looks like. I'll be very surprised Uh if that's more CG than it is practical, those guys look really good. Um, I have heard that it's a mix, but I think it is like 80, 20, like practical CGI. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely CGI involved. Like, and I, I think you can tell in the trailer at one point uh, when Tam gets hit with the sword, there's a lot more CGI in that piece. And when there's just like a trollic kind of yelling earlier in the trailer uh, where you can tell that's almost all, prosthetics except maybe the horns are a little too long to be real maybe those might be cgi'd a little longer okay yeah so the horns i've heard are actually like interchangeable like they get all these guys like in costume and then they like swap horns out from them to make them look like different trollocs oh that's a smart idea nice because there's gonna be thousands of them right right kind of bull's horns and ram's horns i want to see the eagle one if there's an eagle one, uh, there is so an eagle cool. one in the trailer. He's like really fast. Yeah. But I've, I've seen somebody snap the still. Oh, really? That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, do you just want to go through the trailer? Like, uh, in chronological order, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, what's the spoiler level for this? Are we going full book spoilers or just like show spoilers so far? I think we can do setting spoilers, kind of. Let's just, like, say it's got, like, a setting spoilers rating and not discuss any, like, plot details. Yeah, I think we can do that. Okay, so uh, we open on this shot of Moraine, and I think she's, like, de-aged some in this. She looks weird. Maybe it's just the lighting. It is a really weird lit shot. If if this is part of the prequel, that makes sense that this would be like a flashback of her when she's younger before she's a full acid eye, but we can't really tell from the context of this. Right. 
she's swearing her three O's here. Uh, they mentioned that in the trailer. I think that's Swan Chanche, or no, it wouldn't be Swan because Swan was raised at the same time as. Morgan, yeah, they're but... they're buddies. They're both blue, right? Yeah. Well, until Swan is raised to Armorlin. And then she has no Aja. Uh, it looks, it seems like the book readers will notice that the third oath here is kind of like cut off at the end. She just says that she's not allowed to use the one power to harm anybody. Uh, in the books, that is kind of limited some. Like, you're allowed to harm people in self defense and you're allowed to harm shadow spawn which are like the monsters of the world i mean they show her fighting some shadow spawn so yeah yeah a lot of people online i saw took that pretty literally so i think that was just like trimmed down to make it fit in the trailer better i think we're definitely going to get the full oath when we see this shot in the i think so too um and then what it moves into wind circle time in her hands Yeah, there's some shots of them, like, channeling. Uh, There's some shots of her and Lan, like, going from place to place. And they're like, where are we going next? The two rivers. I really like that shot. Aren't they kind of pissed about it? Or they seem, like, kind of pissed about it? Yeah, they don't seem like they're in a good mood. I I imagine they're just kind of, like, tired and frustrated because they've been doing this for, like, 20 years and every place they've been so far has been a dead end. I almost got the vibe, like, maybe they had just got out of a scrap. Like, maybe that Logan thing. Is she there? Uh, Mm, That's a good point. Well, Uh, I think that happens later because there are characters... At, that we've seen in the trailer, like at that Logan thing, that oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Lorraine yeah, yeah. has not met yet. If that would have happened before she gets to the two, that's rivers. right. We see Nynaeve there, huh? Yeah. So let's just move right on into uh, the after she talks about going to the two rivers, we see shots of the two rivers. Uh, we get all the five main characters from the books shown in sequence here. Kind of, I know a lot of people were worried about her line. Uh, it's one of the five of you that seemed to make a lot of people mad. Yeah. But... I saw a good bit of backlash. Oh, about that. why? Who cares? Yeah. That is like, uh, so not worth getting mad about. And I think they're trying to play up the whoops. Jake said a uh, spoiler here. Don't be bad. Jake. I mean, you know, that's a spoiler. Shit it is, huh? Yeah. But, uh, you know. I think they're just trying to play up the mystery, yeah. I think Maureen also knows exactly who the Dragon Reborn is, and she's just kind of like telling an Aes Sedai truth here to get the other four to come along. Okay. Did they explain, uh, does she know they're Taviran early? Yeah, she can uh, sense it, right? Or is that... No. Oh. She thinks they are just because of the way things happen around them. She makes sure later, I think. But, you know, that's getting into spoilers a little bit. Yeah. uh, Should we talk about what a Taviran is? We can probably do that without being spoilery. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we can give them like a little bit. So it just means that you're, um, you know, protected by the (laughs) storyline. The storyline must continue. And yeah, so... The concept of fate is really big in the Wheel of Time universe, and 
if fate has singled you out to be very important to the fate of the world, then it kind of like bends history to happen favorably to you. It's the author's call out for plot armor. Basically it's his literary tool to make plot armor not feel so janky. He, he hits the nail on the head. He calls it what it is. And he makes that part what of what actually story. is something too. It's like something that can actually be seen yeah. and measured. So these main characters are literally like protected by the, <laughs> the Yeah, universe. if there's something that they really need to fulfill their destiny, then the the pattern of the universe just kind of like presents it to them. Or they're really lucky or crazy events happen more often around them like uh people hit the jackpot or get married or fall in love with people they just met but yeah uh that's about all we should say about that probably yeah so uh yeah we can just move along and then she implies that whoever this person is she's looking for is going to be very important in fighting the Dark One, who is this world's devil, kind of. Shaitan. So, the Dark One, Shaitan, he's like the devil in this universe, and uh, he needs to find this chosen one that's uh, been been selected by fate to stand up against him. So, he obviously doesn't want that person to live. And he sends a lot of his minions into the two rivers to just kill everybody. Basically. Let's let's <laughs> talk about the minions here. Oh my god, they look good. We got they look amazing. A lot of trollic shots in this trailer. Close up trollic shots. I think we get another close up Murdral shot. We get another shot of the Murdral and his horse. Uh, we get a lot of dark friend in this trailer and it looks really good. Like I was saying earlier, the combination of uh, practical effects and CGI. I, you know, I love practical effects. I always want to see as much practical effects as possible. If you can actually shoot it in camera, I think it always looks better. Um, I think I appreciated it like even more when I saw a still. So I hope that they actually do like do a good zoom in, like a close up of one of these guys' faces so we can oh, man. really appreciate yeah, the effect. Because a lot of it has been like dark and shadowy and moving fast so far. Yeah. I don't think you spend all that time making costumes and then not show it. Well, something cool is it seems like there's a very specific uh, trollic that is like going to happen. Uh, you know, that's a kind of a spoiler from the book, but like, I won't go any farther, but like there, there is like a Trolloc that's like, uh, I guess the first Trolloc we meet. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty neat. It, it seems like things are very close to the book and I, I'm appreciating so far. Yeah. Uh, so then I think from there, it just kind of like goes in to show off a bunch of cool stuff mode. Cause it's kind of like given the, synopsis of the plot so far as much as we can allow in the trailer to not spoil yeah they give you a little beginning and then they hit you with the action shots they're like here's some cool visuals and we see so we 
we get Faldara here. Uh, Rafe Judkins confirmed that's the showrunner that this is Faldara. Book fans will know what that is and be excited about it. I think this is Lord Aguilmar that we see in that shot there, like standing in the circle of sunlight. These guys with the crossbows, they're Faldaran soldiers. Uh, um, somebody burning at the stake? Yeah, I think that's going to be crazy. The white cloaks seem a lot more intense than they were in the books. They were kind of like a joke in the books. <laughs> um. You see that uh, scene where the white cloaks are circling somebody with yeah, their horses? That, that looks like a couple of our uh, Emmons fielders. Yeah. Somebody's laying on the ground there in the one scene. I can't tell who that is. I know who that is, but, uh, well, I guess I can say it. It's not a spoiler to give a name. That's Aram. You'll know who that is. If oh, you're cool. Reader. Nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a scene wow. right from the book if I think I know what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh so it looks pretty awesome, right? We get some action shots, the battles look cool. We see the Aiel. Yeah, that's really cool. That's like a separate society that uh we'll get more details on like later in the show probably, but they're uh one of the cooler things, pieces of world building I think in the universe. They're a lot like the Fremen, for oh, those no. of you who just watched Dune. Yeah, exactly. I think they're heavily influenced by the Fremen. Man, I'm on this official season one trailer. I don't think I have the clip of the the Snow Mountain, or at least I don't know what time it's at. It's towards the so, end. Zach, I see in the notes we have rings as trophies. Uh, that's on uh, Eamon Valdos. Those are the things he's flicking. Yeah, this is the White Cloak guy. Uh, we see him, like, burning what looks like an Aes Sedai at the stake. Wow. And he's he's got, like, uh, on his belt a bunch of Aes Sedai great serpent rings. Each one of those would indicate an Aes Sedai that he's I killed. I did not pick up on that when I watched it. Wow. He's got, like, uh, a handful of them on there, like yeah. five or something. Yikes. That is dark. Murder, murder. So yeah, I think this at this dark. point, we probably want to get into kind of a, a more spoiler discussion. So if you haven't finished the book series, this is probably where you want to turn it off now. Yes. We're going to get into some speculation of where we hope the show is going relative to the books. So I guess the first spoiler that I would want to talk about would be Tam, like fighting the Trolloc. That looks pretty badass. Uh, we know Tam is a blade master. So it's fun that he gets to show off some skills fighting this Trolloc. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Um, uh, we see Uno is at uh, Faldara too. Well, Did let's you see that? Let's skip right past no. Narg. Um, I'm excited. Uh, that we're actually gonna get Narg. I know, right? I did not. I was like, if there's anything they could drop, it could be him. Like, it doesn't. Well, we don't know that he's gonna like talk and stuff on the show. They just He'll say like thing. I actually don't really think he should because that kind of never happens again, and it's yeah, it sets it a precedent. Set me up to think that Trollocs were gonna like be a little smarter than they actually are. 
That also probably wouldn't be Norg that Tam is flirting because Norg is like alive when we see him later, like when Rand comes back to the cabin. Yeah, you're probably right. Norg, smart. Norg, wait. <laughs> oh, nice. But yeah, did you did you spot Uno in the shots of uh, no. Faldora? When they're walking oh, yeah. up towards uh, where Lord Agomar is, there's a bunch of Shinar and soldiers like in front of Moraine and Rand and them. And one of the guys has like a band going around the back of his head, which looks like the back of an eye patch. Cool. Oh, I can't wait until he interacts with Swan. That's one of my favorite jokes in the series that it took me like forever to pick up on was that the guy with one eye is named Uno, like one in Oh really? (laughs) I thought it was like a joke name that he was named after he lost his eye. Yeah, I think it's like a nickname, probably. Well they don't speak Spanish in Wheel of Time, so it couldn't be a nickname. Oh, I guess that's true. I just, you know, I know what it yeah. means. <laughs> um, uh, back, do you want to talk about White Cloak some more? Sure. I mean, like, in the clips the I've cl- seen, like, they don't have much armor, which is weird, but they seem like crazy per- people, so that's good, you know? I want to know how they got this eye said eye. Oh, that's true. It like, might not I'm, be I'm them, cool man. with them have like being able to like take down Aes Sedai. I think that's like an awesome addition to the show. It makes them way more interesting as villains if they're actually able to do some damage. I don't think it showed the white cloaks burning her. It just yeah, showed it her. I mean, they did burn an Omerlin seat at one point. Yeah, if you look at Valda's goblet in that scene he's got like a rag on the table with some blood on it and he's holding a mug and you can see in the or a goblet sorry it's like a metal goblet you can see a reflection of the isodai burning at the stake on the goblet oh geez (coughs) maybe she's uh not isodai but like a young woman that they discovered could do magic. I don't know. Well, there's a couple ways they could do it. They could, if, like, fork root could be introduced That's, early. I thought about that, but honestly, they just need to jump her. I mean, they could be in a steading. Yeah, I mean, she's a yellow, isn't she? Yeah. So she's a healer. She ain't no no aggressions. But I mean, even if she, well, even if they jumped her, they like if she's tied to the stake and conscious, like she should be able to like get out of that. Is she conscious? It looks like she's moving around. I don't she's know. She's screaming, yeah. Like this. I'm burning. You know. A lot of Aes Sedai, like need to use their hands to do weaves, so maybe because her hands are bound, she's having trouble channeling. But she should be able to like slice the ropes or whatever, right? Like a trained... She'd probably just burst them with air. Or something. That's true. Yeah. Or burn them with fire. Well, that would hurt. Anyhow, yeah, uh, that's all I wanted to say. Is as long as they like have a way that's justified that they can take down these acidi, I'm like all for. I mean, we definitely have the fork root, uh, so that's that was the first thing I thought of that that might get introduced a little earlier. What do you guys think of this scene? 
where Lan is crying. That's controversial online. Yeah, that that's probably the thing. I think that's what I asked you guys as soon as I watched it. Was like, what the hell is he crying for? No crying allowed. Well, they're wearing white in this scene, which we know means a funeral in Randland. Okay. Hmm. So I don't know who died. My guess is either this is something from New Spring. Like uh, maybe the Amarlin died or Guitar Moroso. But then Lan wouldn't be her warder, so that doesn't make sense. Or maybe we, I think we know that a couple of Aes Sedai die in the battle with Loghain, so maybe this is like after that happened. But I think this is Lan feeling Moraine's pain through the bond, is what they're trying to display here. Oh, okay, so Moraine's not handling I hate shit. it. That he's crying or that, like, the whole thing's happening in general? Crying. Yeah, Lane's not allowed to cry, man. <laughs> I don't hate it. I mean... Not, not exactly... They need to, there, like... Huh? That's, like... He calls everybody stone face, dude. Nobody shows any emotion ever, and then they all do all the Except time. Except Lan. <laughs> yeah Lan doesn't yeah I mean I, I will go deep into spoilers if I like start talking about how he like never yeah. express, he's, he's like you know what I'm in extreme pain I'm leaving now we're on full spoiler mode now so I mean you can I mean that's like way later in the series but like when Moraine dies he just like gets on his horse and says well I'm gonna go fight to uh, until yeah. I die and then leaves and then he goes to a bang tent remember he like he go, like he just has uh like an orgy pretty much for like days or weeks. Well, he, he, I said, I, and she like bangs him. Well, to help him remember too suicidal. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Oh, we have to do it. We have to do it. It's the only way. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But I mean, you can't, this is, a television is like a visual medium. You can't, you have to do a little bit of show, not tell. So I think this helps explain the water bond, even though it is a little bit out of character for Lan. Yeah. And it could be in the past too. He might've been bonded to somebody. Maybe he, Oh, maybe his bond is being broken and being given to her. I don't know. No, he, he, he bonded her, him first. Yeah. I think Lan is the only warder that Moran's ever had and vice versa too. Which they uh, could change for the show, I guess, but that seems unnecessary. Yeah. Did we talk about the Aiel yet on spoilers mode? No. Oh, that'll be great. I think this is how the show is going to open. This is going to be the first scene of the the whole shebang. Winter's night. So no, we just I'm talking get... about oh, the, blood the blood snow. snow. Yeah, I think we're going to see the last battle of the Aiel war here, and then this is like. Uh, at the same time as this is happening, Guitar Amoroso is having her foretelling in the White Tower right in front of uh, Moraine and Swan. So I, I think we so. see that happening while the blood snow is happening and we see the baby on the slopes of Dragon Mount. It definitely looks like we get a shot of the blood snow here in the trailer. Uh, there, there's an Aiel guy in the snow, which doesn't happen very often. I think that's an Aiel girl also. Oh, cool. Nice. Spearman. If you look 
at the like shape of the body there's like wide hips and then like kind of a narrow waist and then it like widens back out it just kind of looks like female-ish to me maybe it's just a thick boy but uh yeah, it's snowing on the ground. Not many Aiel have even ever seen snow, so like, there's not a lot of opportunities of what this could be other than that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I don't even want to try and deny it is, especially with the bees on the armor, right? Yeah. Yeah, we see the shot of an Aiel person of indeterminate sex, I guess, uh, whipping this wetland around by the cloak. That's a very, like, Aiel move, I feel like. Why would you wear this cloak to battle yeah. the Wetlander? Yeah. <laughs> and the guy that's getting whipped around by the cloak has nine bees on his armor, which we would know as the symbol of Ilion from the books. I love that. Do you guys think this could be Tam? I don't know. D- did Tam almost die like that? I mean, it doesn't really ever talk about exactly I what I don't happened. really see why it would be well, Tam. Well, because I was thinking they're going to do a really lame jump cut. If they do open the show with this, it'll be a jump cut of either Tam's face there or of the baby laying in the snow going like, then they're going to do a they're going to do a cut and they're going to go to like Rand and we're not going to notice. I I guess Tam should be in this. He finds Rand, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to keep it a mystery, like who the dragon is, though. So I don't think they'll cut straight to Rand like that. They won't. They'll cut to Tam. They can cut. He'll be like. Well, they won't show Tam either, because if they show Tam, then that like it was a way that it's Rand also. Oh, you're right. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. It'll probably just show some guy in like Ilion armor. It could be like bending over it a baby. It could be too, though. That just like in the book. We know who the Dragon Reborn is as the readers, but the characters in the book don't. True. I don't like, know. It seems like, like they really space. want this to be a mystery for the people watching the show, the way that these trailers okay. are airing. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like they've definitely tried to keep it vague. They don't even show Rand at all. Yeah, you're right. They never, they never show him. That's He's wearing a really nice blue view. sweater, though. A very nice yeah. blue sweater. Dude, this sweater looks dope. I, I want, want that, that sweater. sweater. So, you know, that I think that looks good, but it's still, everything looks brand fucking new. Like, I, the, these people have never worn these clothes before, and thank God there was a sale. But, um, you know, maybe if they keep wearing these the rest of the series and they get dirty as things go on and they fall apart, but like, you know... Re- Rand is supposed to dress nice, right? But he doesn't like that yet. Like, he's supposed to like doing that later. But I don't think they're, like, dressed fancy. They're just, like, not wearing rags. It's probably, like, a $200 sweater. I mean, it's if you bought nice. it from... <laughs> I thought it looked pretty... Like, the, the Gap or something. But, like, I'm sure he just, like, weaved that from the sheep wool that he has on his farm. It's true. He is a sheep herder. Yeah, I thought I thought it looked a lot better this time, Steve. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's probably editing, or we just actually get to see it in action instead of like stills. Because remember the 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 red sisters were like kind of just like standing there, tough, looking like they're gonna. Well, do I think something too. There's just it. a lot more like uh, 
editing this time around. The shots before just were a lot straight on regular lighting. I think a lot of stuff has been layered in, you know? Yeah. You got to remember that a lot of these characters like are very meticulous about how they look too. Like we get lots and lots of scenes of people like doing laundry and fixing clothes and like being meticulous about the outfits that they pick out. I mean, that's what the dream world's all about. I mean, this show or the story, I agree with you. Like the whole thing is based around clothing, like an appearance and how you present yourself. But like, you know, I guess we haven't, for ourselves like discovered how the show's going to do that and maybe that's why i'm so touchy about it is that i just like because you know we want Rand to be like i don't want to dress up in a in a red cloak and she's like no you, you're gonna do that yeah you know um i think he's gonna end up looking like louis the 16th when he's in full-on like emperor right. mode. yeah should be good. Almost as bad as the uh, Mad with Thailand. Yeah, exactly. Like, lots of clothing. Winter Night seems like it's going to be a lot gorier than in the book. I mean, we just don't get to see the fight in the book. Well, or do I you mean, mean like, know, burn down? I think a lot more, a lot of people are going to die. Like, Does anybody die? The battle isn't very... I don't. I mean, nobody that we know dies in the book, right? I mean, did they even say I think they mentioned that like two or three people died, but it's just like they just say like, "Oh, two, three, two right. people died." It's nobody that we like ever spend any time right. with or anything. I, when I read that they built Emmons Field and then actually burnt it down, uh, that got me pretty hyped about the show. Yeah, yeah, especially it's like one take. So, hey, somebody slow that fire down. We need uh, t- we need to do. A, <laughs> I mean, that's how you get this. stuff to look good, though. Like I was saying earlier, if you can do something in camera as a practical effect, I guarantee it'll look better. Well, that also gives them the opportunity to like rebuild it in camera, like as the people recover from the destruction. Yeah, I think they're setting up parent story very right. well, right? Like. She asked him, are we ever coming back here? I don't think so. Like That's my we... favorite dialogue from the thing. Like, he... oh, I mean, that, that, that's when one Aaron of the few like today. interactions we've really got in any of the trailers. Uh, there's not a lot of like actual back and forth. It's a lot of just like between the atmosphere. Five. It's a lot of just people standing yeah, there and saying other. one line sort of into the camera. So this is nice. I do like Matt's. Uh quip to Moraine when she's like, it's one of the five of you. And he's like, have you full on washed your mind? (laughs) (laughs) That that was very mad to me. Okay. So, uh, this is basically just the scene where it looks like most of Emmons field is meeting Elaine and Moraine for the first time. Uh, it opens up on a dark and stormy night. Uh, it's raining, it's dark. And it's kind of like does a zoom into the wine spring where everybody's warm and dry and having a good time. I really like the vibe of the wine spring in, man. It it looks like a place that I would hang out like. Yeah, like just a bunch of people are like hanging out in somebody's living room, kicking it almost. You can tell these people are in here every night. 
yeah, there's music happening. Everybody's drinking, getting along good. Randy and Egwene are making eyes at each other. It feels homey <clears throat> and warm, too. Like, everybody's just hanging out, conversational tones. <laughs> Who enters first? Lan comes in. It's like a shot of his boots. He's like the kind of scary stranger they're playing him as. Yeah, this feels weird, like, out of context, but I think, like, in the show, when you've, like, seen the the Dark Riders and the Fades and everything, it'll be a lot more natural that they're that suspicious of him walking in there. Yeah, I think they're going to want you to think that he's maybe a Fade or something. Oh, I see what you're saying, because he's yeah, cloaked. Yeah, he's got his hood on, he's wearing all black. Yeah, everybody like stops talking and they're like, who's that? Yeah, that was to me a little weird, but I guess he is a strange, like all of these people know each other, right? Because it's such a small town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they're so far out of the way that people don't really just like pass through this place. So for somebody that like they don't know to come into the tavern like that is probably going to be a big deal. And travelers at night in this kind of situation don't happen. You know, people back then didn't travel at night because there was no flashlights or anything. You can't like ride your horse with lantern light, you know. And at this point, everybody would have been like seeing the fades around and being suspicious of strangers glaring at people or whatever you know and then moraine comes in yeah yeah i like uh how naive is like holding a knife she's like who the fuck are you uh-huh. <laughs> wait does she threaten her i mean i just no, watched she, this earlier she like has it have... in her belt and she kind of puts her hand on it ready to i i thought that was a knife too. she's I... like she says name yeah. yourself yeah i like that line name yourself So they do. And uh, he says, I'm Lane and this is Moraine. Moraine gets a nice dramatic entrance. Uh, I think it's worth noting that she doesn't seem to be making any attempt to like hide her identity in this one. No, they show her being addressed as uh, a Sedai. Yeah, they zoom right in on her Aes Sedai ring and uh, Egwene's mom, Marin Alvere is her name, yeah. I believe. Uh Addresses her as Maureen Sedai right away after she notices the ring and everybody's like, Ooh, I thought her Sedai. acting was pretty weird in that scene. Yeah, it's super funny. I like she does look a bit ageless, like the her her face is like kind of brighter and, and different from everyone else's. I didn't notice that. Hmm, interesting. She just eyes everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> like Stranger comes in and is like, I'm looking at you. Like, oh, yeah, right. she, lo- she looks right at like uh, the Emmonsfield Five. I also thought it was weird that they had two small fires in the fireplace and not one big one. Who does that? Yeah. Huh. For cooking. That's weird. I didn't really notice that. There is. There's, there's like, I thought one was bigger than the other two. Like it's a metal yeah. grate. I think, I thought there was even, yeah, there's. Uh, there's a bowl over one yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm like sure. hanging. They're heating up water so you can have your your num num soups and your num num tea. Yeah, but why would you have two separate fires? That's just it's like so silly. Hmm. I guess because they're concentrated, but you could you could. Better. I don't know. So that you can you go could near burn. it. So you can maybe get you, you want to like keep water hot but not too hot. I don't know. Why do you have two ovens in a restaurant? 
cook different things. This is too much time talking about the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Gonna argue with Jake this about it. It's gonna be important later on in the show. Yeah. So that's like the whole scene, I guess. We talked about it already. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty good. I like the acting. Um, so so far, you know, it seems like they're gonna get to it. But man, we get three episodes at once, right? Yeah, they're all they're gonna go back to back to back on uh, Friday. That night. has me so well, fucking. How about we hyped. do? Uh, how about we do uh, each do a bold prediction and then we'll call it a night. A bold right. prediction uh, um, that that you think will happen yeah, yeah, in yeah. like the first three episodes. Hmm. I think we'll be introduced to Bella. <laughs> That's not bold. <laughs> um. Hmm. I think uh, we're going to be shocked by a little bit of graphic violence. It seems like this is going to be a lot darker than the vibe that you get from Eye of the World. Uh, I think that we might not meet Tom uh, in the two rivers. No. That's a good take. Like you think we'll run into him in Whitebridge or something? He's in the trailer. Yeah, but they don't show him in the two rivers, I don't think. I can't really tell where he's at. He's like in an inn somewhere. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good take, though, Steve. Yeah. Well, you want to close this out, Zach? Yeah. uh, Thanks for sticking with us. This has been our trailer breakdown and also the uh, bonus scene from New York Comic Con. Uh, We're the Three Rivers Boys. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Steve. Thanks for listening, and please follow us on Twitter at Three Rivers Boys. That's three spelled out. We like books. <laughs>